Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 247 is entitled, What is Real? Part 15, Implications of the Assumptions of Science, 6. There is no greater fallacy in science than the claim that something can come from nothing. In the previous podcast, we dealt with the following logical fallacies of theoretical science. Assumption 1. There is no intelligent design and no intelligent designer. Assumption 2. Life was created by accident. Assumption 3. Man is nothing but an accidental collocation of atoms. Assumption 4. We live in an accidental universe. Assumption 5. Man is an animal, and man is a machine, thus has no free will. Assumption 6. Man is ruled by determinism, and thus has no free will. Assumption 7. There is no life prior to earth. Today, we shall address the following false assumption. Assumption 8. There is no life after death. Fallacies 1 through 4 are founded on the principle that something can come from nothing. Fallacies 5 and 6 are founded on the principle of false analogy, that we are nothing but robots or biological machines or animals without free will. Fallacy 7 is based on the principle that life, which science claims was created by accident, exists only in a temporal world and is therefore subject to death. Fallacy 8 is based on the principle that since life has a beginning, life must also have an end. All eight assertions are merely theories of man. They are opinions, not facts. They are unproven assumptions with no scientific proof. Those theories are ad hoc arguments invented to fill a vacuum in scientific discovery. They reject God and reject intelligent design. Therefore, where do they go for an explanation? There is life. There is earth. There is the cosmos. How were they created? Opinions, regardless of the source, are not proof. Appeal to authority is one of the most abused arguments man has invented. Because someone, regardless of potential, says something is true, does not make it true. Because most people believe something is true, does not make it true. People once believed that the world was flat. They also thought the earth was the center of the solar system. Religious fanatics are as guilty as paradigm-driven theoretical science fanatics of rejecting truth. The story goes that when Galileo asked a group of priests to look through his telescope at the moon to prove it had craters, they refused, claiming he would perform some magic trick and make them believe that the moon wasn't perfect. All would do well to heed the poet Clough's advice. Play no tricks on thy soul, O man. Let fact be fact, and life a thing it can. Just as science cannot answer the question, where did life come from? They also cannot answer the question, is there life after death? One of the fundamental tenets of Christianity is that there is life after death. The Apostle Paul said, 
1 Corinthians 15, 19-22 If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. To those who reject Paul and accept unquestionably the theories of science, also accept the idea that there is no intelligent design, no God, no life prior to earth, man is an animal, man is a machine, man is an accidental collocation of atoms. If you accept those assumptions, you also accept this fact that we have no free will, we have no agency, our genes determine our behavior, we are not responsible for our actions, There is no accountability. There is no hope for the future. There is no purpose to life. Our actions are predestined. Life, with all its memories and relationships, ends with death. Such assumptions lead inexorably to totalitarianism. Totalitarianism takes two forms. Theistic totalitarianism or atheistic totalitarianism. But they are the same thing. A theistic totalitarian simply uses God as an excuse to exercise total power. Conveniently, the power of God is transferred to his priests. Atheistic totalitarianism removes God entirely, and man takes the place of God. In all totalitarian states, all power is centralized into a single person or a group of persons. It is about power. In America, the left is leaning toward atheistic totalitarianism. That is why they see Christianity as an enemy. Atheistic totalitarianism is necessary where people are not bound by a common religion. It is also why the left has adopted atheism, liberalism, and pseudoscience as their doctrine. It entirely removes the Christian conscience from government, thus allowing them to follow their agenda unimpeded. It is the only way they can promote partial birth abortion, gay marriage, transgender, gender as a choice, critical race theory centralized power, one-world government. Compare their agenda with the theme upon which America was built. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. America was founded upon a universal belief in God, the Ten Commandments, free will, agency, liberty, freedom, free speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion, self-reliance, personal accountability, law and order, optimism, family, faith, hope, charity, and absolute moral law. For the left to gain total power, those principles must be destroyed and replaced by government. And that is exactly what the left is doing. Simply examine the consequences of Assumption 8. There is no life after death. That eliminates God. He becomes a fiction, the opiate of the masses. His law is denied. Conscience is redirected to the state. The greatest law enforcer is personal conscience and knowledge of good and evil, right and wrong, moral and immoral. 
totalitarianism is more efficient in enforcing the law than a democratic republic. In a democratic republic, we have civil rights, judges, juries, and a complex legal system, rule of law, and the assumption of innocence until proven guilty. A totalitarian state removes those impediments. If the majority of Americans do not share absolute moral values, we will move toward totalitarianism. Denying God, denying life after death, and denying absolute values opens the door for a totalitarian state. The government steps in and fills the void. The government plays God by artificially creating equality. Government decides what is right or wrong, moral or immoral, good or evil. Government replaces conscience. We see that in America today with political correctness. Let me illustrate how the left is fundamentally changing American traditions. Let's start with the creation story. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Adam and Eve were commanded to do the following. 1. Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth. 2. Subdue the earth. 3. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Doesn't it seem ironic that there is a movement today among environmental fanatics to reduce the number of children through abortion? To have the earth subdue us by not allowing us access to its resources? And to have the fauna of the earth have dominion over us? We serve nature. Nature does not serve us. Things have been reversed. But the left is reversing all the traditions taught in the Holy Bible. Jesus said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The left is hiding truth and taking away freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion. They are imposing censorship through social media and political correctness. They are hiding truth behind obfuscation and denying reality. They are taking away self-reliance. They want citizens to look to our political leaders for protection. Ironically, liberalism is a move toward vigilantism. Look at Black Lives Matter. Look at defunding the police. Look at calling riots peaceful demonstrations. Look at open borders. Removing bail. Releasing prisoners before they have paid for their crime. Look at allowing the homeless to take over our cities. Look at reducing theft up to $1,000 as a misdemeanor. I want to be your champion said Hillary Clinton to her potential voters. That is exactly what the left wants. They want to be your champion. To be our champion, they must ride in on a white horse and save us from the enemy. If they don't have an enemy, they must create one. Who is the present enemy? Christians are one. Whites are another. We have all followed the news where liberal universities bar conservative speakers from their campus and where liberal social media such as Facebook and Twitter bar conservatives from using their media. Are you aware that on Berkeley campus there is a no-white zone? Writer Natalie O'Neill reported the following on August 19, 2022. An off-campus housing co-op for University of California, Berkeley students ban white people from entering common spaces to avoid white violence sparking criticism that the policy inflames racial tensions. The five-story, 30-room, person-of-color theme house near the school 
require students to declare their race when signing in and to announce when they're bringing white guests into the building, according to house rules leaked on reddit.com. Also on Berkeley campus, a handful of students adopted bylaws that would ban Zionist speakers. Liberals champion only chosen minorities, but once chosen, they are held captive. Look what happens to liberals who turn conservative. Trump used to be loved by the left. If blacks or women change from liberal to conservative, they are viciously attacked. Joe Biden said, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. The statement is repulsively absurd, even for Biden. He apologized under pressure, but the statement will not go away because it expresses how the left really feels about those members of their party who do not toe the line. Blacks are viewed as the property of the left. The left sees them as bought and paid for through bribes. The left already is a totalitarian state. They have all the earmarks of a totalitarian state. Look how they use the FBI, the Justice Department, the IRS, executive privilege. Look how they bypassed the Constitution and Bill of Rights. How they exploited COVID. Imagine if they gained total power with a majority in the House, the Senate, the Supreme Court, and the White House. Two things will happen. One, we will be a totalitarian state. And two, we will become a third world nation. What we are seeing now is merely a prelude. Elon Musk, the new owner of Twitter, is releasing information on how the Biden administration and the DNC used Twitter to censor conservatives, which probably determined the results of the presidential election of 2020. Even Donald Trump, the president of the United States, had his Twitter account canceled. That is how Russia and China operate. If you think that removing God from our nation has no consequences for our freedom, simply look at the agenda of the left. It denies traditional Christian values. Abortion becomes a profitable business. Our streets are controlled by terrorists, cartels, gangs, robbers, murderers, thieves, and rioters. They teach the woke agenda in elementary schools, denying parental rights. They teach critical race theory. They take away freedom of speech. They encourage preteens to medically change their gender, denying parental consent. Atheists love to argue that atheists are more moral than Christians. Perhaps they could argue that they are more fanatical about their version of morality. The problem is that without absolute morals established by God, values change with the shift in sands of time. They consider partial birth abortion as a moral act. They consider mutilating a teenager's body, changing their sex as a moral act. They consider slandering opponents as a moral act. They even consider lying as a moral act. The liberal press has become exactly like the Russian news outlet, Pravda. They preach only the propaganda of the left. The Justice Department, the FBI, and the IRS have become the police force of the left, persecuting conservatives. Babies may be killed on the day of birth. Riots where government buildings are occupied. Innocent people are terrorized. Buildings burn. Cars destroyed. Hate speeches are rampant. People are killed and injured. And law entirely breaks down or called by the left peaceful demonstrations, whereas parents who express their concerns at school boards about the woke agenda are called domestic terrorists. All whites are referred to as white supremacists. All opposition is censored. Good is called evil, and evil is called good. The model we have now is the model we will have when they get total power. The left is the reason that racial tension is higher now than ever. The left builds its success on the disenchantment of minorities. If you champion enough minorities, you soon have a guaranteed majority. 
That is what is behind open borders. They see them as guaranteed votes. Bribery using taxpayer funds is the number one strategy of the left to gain voters. Look at the unilateral promise of Biden to forgive all student loans to gain their votes. That, too, affected the outcome of the election for students voted for Biden. Biden, who has held the highest offices in the land, knew it was unconstitutional. That didn't matter. His purpose was to guarantee student votes. Remove God. Remove the belief in absolutes. Remove the sanctity of life, and you get the liberal agenda. There are no absolute moral values in the liberal agenda. They invent the values for political expedience as they go along. They call it, using Darwinian terms, evolving. They evolved on the issue of abortion. They evolved on the issue of gays in the military. They evolved on the issue of open borders. They evolved on the issue of gay marriage. Evolution is the left's answer to every convenient transformation. They are now evolving into a new species where men can give birth to babies. As Christians, we must stick together if we are to save our republic. We don't have to be one in theological interpretations, but we do have to collectively stand by the values promoted in the Holy Bible. The Ten Commandments are the law of liberty. I was startled recently by the remarks of a well-known Christian leader. He said, and I paraphrase, The writings of Paul are 2,000 years old. They are no longer relevant to our day. If Christians move away from the absolute values of the Holy Bible, it will be the death knell of Christianity, and our democratic republic will fall with it. Is there a difference between removing Christianity from our nation or gutting it of all its fundamental principles? There must be standards of judgment that override the fluctuating opinions of a giddy society. Speaking for the left, Hillary Clinton said, Deep-seated cultural codes, religious beliefs, and structural biases have to be changed. Laws have to be backed up with resources and political will. All the laws we've passed don't count for much if they're not enforced. Rights have to exist in practice not just on paper. She is advocating government control of Christianity. That is the ultimate goal of the left, a necessary step to totalitarianism. Our decline began when we removed God from government. At first, it was removing Christian icons from government property. It escalated. During the COVID pandemic, they allowed rioters to gather in the streets and burn down cities, but refused Christian groups from meeting on the town square. They are now trying to censor Christian dogma calling anything hate speech that condemns behaviors championed by the left, but forbidden by the Holy Bible. They have successfully removed the Ten Commandments not only from our courts, but also from the hearts of many Americans. If you can convince people to dismiss God and moral absolutes, you are free to establish your own system of ethics and to enforce it by the government. By expelling Christianity from our government, they open the way for their own religion to control our government and the conscience of the people. Atheism is the only religion in America that is allowed on government property, allowed in the halls of Congress, allowed in the laws of the land, and enforced by the FBI, the Justice Department, and the Supreme Court. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.